So thanks for coming on the show, man, Jerry. You, you, you are about to do something seriously noteworthy that uh, we thought would be great for you to get a chance to tell the story. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you just like roll with it. What is, what is it that you're up to, man? Like, what, what is this crazy ambition that you're trying to pull off? Well, what I want to do is I want to do a fundraiser um, charity ride. So what my plan is, is to ride 100 miles a day. And the total number I don't have yet is how many days I plan on riding for. Um, it's somewhere between 10 and maybe up to 20. Um, so I'm just not really sure exactly. I'm actually having a meeting with some people tonight. And we're going to try to figure that out. So, so you're going to do anywhere from 10 to 20 miles a day for one to maybe as many as 30 consecutive days, right? 100 miles each day, yes. 100 miles for, yep. for as many days as Jerry's body can manage to uh, stand up to the, the, to the beating that you're going to take to do this. Part of the ride is going to be to honor um, people who have passed on from cancer and to celebrate those who have won against cancer and to cheer on those warriors that are currently fighting cancer. Yeah, it's a de devastating um, health risk that we somehow seemingly can't seem to get our arms around medically to try to make this thing go away. So it's an ongoing battle. So I'm sure there'll be many out there who'll be inspired by your willingness to do that on behalf of those who maybe cannot. So let's dig into that a little bit. Like, how, how does one arrive at the decision that okay, we're going to ride a whole bunch of miles for a whole bunch of days in order to raise some money for causes that people care about. What, what was the inspiration behind that whole thing? So, well, it, it kind of all started last year. So last year, 2019, I decided I wanted to lose 100 pounds. And to make a long story short, um, throughout last year, I gained at least 40 pounds by saying that I'm going to start next week, I'm going to start tomorrow, I'm going to start Monday. And I just felt like I was living in the movie Groundhog Day, just the same thing day after day after day. And then late December, I came across a book by David Goggins called Can't Hurt Me. And it really inspired me to change my life. So heading into 2020, I decided to, that I wanted to lose 100 pounds. And I started off really good, like we all do. You know, first of the year, we're all fired up. About six weeks in, things started to kind of die down started going to the gym less, started going off my eating plan a little bit. And then uh, with the craziness going on in 2020, our, our gyms got closed here in Michigan. So I just had to decide, you know, what am I going to do now? So I spent a day on YouTube just looking at things I can do at home and, you know, what, what I should do. And I just decided that I'm just going to make a home gym and I'm just going to start working out at home. And for some reason, when I switched from going to the gym to at home, it just flipped the switch. So as of today, I've only missed eight days of workout since March 23rd. Nice. Um, for the last 36 days, I've worked out twice a day. Um, so when I had hit my goal of 100 pounds, which I reached a few weeks ago, I thought, how can I celebrate this 100 pounds? Because normally we celebrate by going out and eating, having some cake or some cookies or, you know, something that's not the greatest thing for us. And then I had this bright idea. So why don't you try to ride 100 miles? So I rode, um, on the day that I rode, which was the 12th of this month, so August 12th, 
Um, I decided to ride 100 miles, but that morning I actually had lost 105 pounds that morning, so I rode 105 miles, actually just over. And, but while I was riding, when you ride 100 miles, you have a lot of time to think. Right. And as I was kind of riding, it'd be, I, I got to thinking, wouldn't it be kind of nice to not just celebrate what I'm doing with my friends on Facebook and my friends and family here locally, but wouldn't it be nice to celebrate by giving back somehow? And that is kind of where the idea of riding 100 miles came from as well as on that other 100-mile ride. Um, when, I, when I finished, I thought, you know, let's make this a little bigger and let's involve more people and see if we can, you know, just help other people. Yeah, that's so, uh, that's so good. I wanted to touch on a couple of things. So for those listening who maybe don't know much about David Goggin, why don't you talk a little bit about that author and what that's all about and what, why that was an inspiration for you? Well, David Goggins, um, just to, you can spend all day talking about his story, but he grew up in a, uh, an abusive house and he just went through a lot of stuff. And he was working a regular job, being a regular guy. He, he was close, he, I believe he was getting close to 300 pounds. And he saw a special on TV about some Navy SEALs and he's like, that's what I want to do. So he had 30 days, or I'm sorry, three months to lose like 90 pounds. Wow. Plus he had to pass this test. He was having a lot of time. So he had a hard time learning stuff. So anyways, he, he passed this test, lost the weight, became a Navy SEAL. And then once, uh, then this race came up where he wanted to do this fundraising race, but to qualify, he had to run a hundred miles in less than 24 hours. So without any training, he went out to California and he ran the hundred miles within the 24 hours. And he just talks a lot about um, pushing the boundaries. He talks about how when we think that we're done, when our body says we're done, we're only about 40%. So we still have about 60% in our tank. And when you just, you know, continue reading about all these ultra races he's done and um, hundred mile races, 150 mile races, he was like, oh, you know, if he can do this stuff, you know, what can I do? Right. So part of it, part of this too is also me digging inside me and seeing, you know, okay, I, I can run 105 miles, but can I ride a hundred miles two days in a row or three days in a row or 10 days in a row? So it's also, you know, digging in and, and seeing what you have in yourself. Cause he, he talks a lot about and that's kind of become my motto is that when I'm working out, whoever I'm working out with or working out near, I'm not competing against them. I'm competing against me. It's me against me. So every day when I go for a bike ride or workout, I'm trying to beat what I did yesterday. Such a great story. I, like you, have been inspired by others at intervals in my life where because of their story, I was inspired to do something similar. And a story similar to the one that you're describing found me in a uh, gym with a trainer and the trainer asked what all trainers ask when you first visit them, what, what's your goal? My answer to him was that I had achieved my goal and that was somewhat puzzling for the trainer for me to say that on the day that I had arrived and hadn't done one workout that I had already achieved my objective. But what I was trying to explain to him was wasn't there for a specific BMI. I wasn't there for a target weight. I was there as a representation of the fact that in my mind, I'd made a mental shift and decided that I wanted my lifestyle to be different, which included more exercise, which meant that by making the decision to spend the money and go visit the trainer, in reality, I had already begun the shift. Right. Yep. Was that was necessary. So by 
giving yourself the opportunity to explore what your capability is, like you're saying, you really give yourself the opportunity to forgive whatever objective it is that you may have set for yourself that you, for some reason, you can't get there. You can't do what it is you've said you've done. You look at it more from the perspective of what might I be able to achieve if I try. Right. Let yourself a little bit off the hook to get started for fear of maybe not being successful. You remove the fear of failure when you say, let me just try and see what it is that I'm capable of. And much like you, what I've seen in instances where people make that decision is you oftentimes achieve a far more significant goal than the one you would have set for yourself if you would have just set a goal in the first place. Because most people don't want to set something too high so that they can't actually achieve it. Exactly. And it is. That's one, one thing I've learned is that the biggest battle um, in weight loss and working out is it's a battle with your mind. <clears throat> your mind wants to take the easy route, wants to take the easy way out. That's why we're comfortable sitting in front of a computer watching Netflix for 10 hours a day, <laughs> which is one thing I had to get rid of because that's what I was doing. <laughs> Very true. So now that you've had some hours on the bike, Right. So this is your this is the culmination, not the beginning of your efforts. You've been writing for a while now. What do you hope this effort does for people who might pay attention to what it is you're doing? Well, what I would really like what I really hope will do is one, it'll get people to get active, you know, do something themselves. Um, we like I said, we enjoy just sitting in front of our computers or our TVs, but our body is really made to, to move. And so you know, if you, you know, get out and ride your bike, go for a walk, go for a run. But then also give back. I mean, we're, especially during these times, I mean, people, a lot of people need help. They need encouragement. You know, people are depressed and sad and, you know, so encourage people, but mainly just get out and, and do something and give back. Yeah. And that's, that's so key that you mentioned. So, post COVID, during COVID, whatever you want to call where we are right. in life right now, there's this obvious desire on the part of your and my neighbors to be outdoors. It's clear. Right. Yes. It's just a function of the fact that we've been cooped up by ourselves for so long that the desire to get outside is just off the charts. So by being outside and being active, you know, we really are giving ourselves the best opportunity to combat whatever um, possibility of you contracting COVID is by being outside and moving and being healthy and doing all those things. But what you said, I believe is really a, a reflection, hopefully, of where many of us are in society right now, which is we realize that in these times, just how important it is for uplifting and hopeful messages to be put out there. Because if you just allow yourself to sort of look at social media and the news, you, you would be conditioned to believe that there's nothing good in the world happening. So yes. uh, highlighting stories like yours, what we're hoping to do is to have other people realize that like, hey, sure, we're being told a lot of negative things, but that doesn't mean that there aren't great stories like this one out there that hopefully if you're able to uh, hear what you're up to, Jerry, that maybe they too might be inspired. So um, if somebody's listening to this and that that's kind of where they're at, they're excited about the possibility of trying to do something that would combine exercise and giving back, what would be your advice to someone who's considering something like that? 
Well, my first advice would be to put together a good team to help you out. Um, and that's what I'm working on. That's what my meeting is later tonight. Um, it's putting together that good team. You want to have a good team around you because I want to be able to focus on writing, not all the behind the scenes stuff. And that's where your team will come in. You know, they can do all that kind of stuff while you can be training, writing. Um, I mean, you'll, you'll, if you, you'll kind of be the face of the, the event, so you'll still need to be, you know, doing some things, but you really need to focus on your part, part of that, which might not be writing. Um, the other thing is just, again, it's um, think big. You know, I, I've come across since David Goggins, uh, since I've been doing this, I came across two, two other big things. Um, there's a guy named, his nickname is the Iron Cowboy. And he did 50 um, Ironmans in 50 days in 50 states. Wow. And then uh, just last night, I was watching a documentary by a guy named Dean. He's considered the ultra of marathon man. And he did 50 marathons in 50 days um, to bring awareness to youth obesity. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's so, a good one. Uh, the Iron Cow, yeah, those stories are great. We'll actually include some links uh, to each of those additional stories for folks who might be interested in uh, digging just a little bit further into the backstory of some of that stuff. But so Jerry, in your mind, why is stuff like this important? Stuff like this is important to me for one, um, I think it's important for us to challenge ourselves. Um, I have, I've always thought that I could do big things but there's always that doubt, you know, like I could ride a hundred miles. Well, then your, your mind is like, ah, oh, maybe you can't ride a hundred miles. And then the what else, what if you can't make a hundred miles? What if you tell somebody you could ride a hundred miles and you only ride 85, you know, and then did you fail? Well, I kind of always look back to what Thomas Edison said. I didn't fail at making a light bulb 10,000 times. I know 10,000 ways not to make one. Right. So, you know, if you set a goal that's too big, that's okay. You take that and you learn a lesson and you, so, okay, I only wrote 85 this time, so what do I need to do different? Do I need to change my eating, my, my training? Uh, do I need a different bike? So, you know, you just need to really look at it as a stepping stone. So I just, I think it's important to, to dream big and to, to push yourself. Dream big, push yourself, don't be afraid to start. No better time than the present. You know, all of these axioms are yeah. universally <laughs> held truths, and yet in so many ways, stories like yours are the reason perhaps that somebody listening to this might make up their mind and say, you know what, I've heard this over and over and over again. And certainly it seems like it must be true. And yet here I sit. So right. maybe today is the day that I make that decision based on hearing Jerry's voice to say that, you know what, I too have this opportunity to be able to explore the top end of my potential. And really, isn't that what life is all about? figuring out what it is that you actually have inside of you that if you challenged yourself and gave yourself the opportunity to explore whatever it is you might do, amazing things have a way of happening in that process. And so I congratulate you, Jerry. There, you know, there's so many people in life who are getting ready to get ready to do something. And I think that, you know, that you said in the beginning that, uh, you know, a big problem in your weight gain was this notion of, I know what I need to do. I've done it before. And yet I can't find the motivation to get myself off the couch. So right. by, by having someone or some other thing that's bigger than yourself be the motivation to get you going, sometimes that can be the difference between actually getting started and not, don't you think? 
I agree 100%. And two, two things too. One is that the biggest lie we tell ourselves is that we're going to start tomorrow or just one more cheat meal or just one more cigarette or just one more pop or whatever it is you're trying to change. The best time to do it is now. That's the biggest lie. And the other, the other lie that we tell ourselves is that we, that we can't do it. We can't do it because we haven't done it. So the thing is, is get out and do it. Then you can say you've done it. Love it. So Jerry, if people want to support the effort, if people want to get behind what it is you're doing, how do they reach you? That's a great question. Um, I'm working on a website right now. Um, for my weight journey, I do have a hashtag. Um, so you can find me through that hashtag. And hashtag is actually, let me write it down so people don't miss say it. It's got Z's and still S's, so I, I don't know if you can, can you see the uh, hashtag? No, actually, for some reason. Okay, it's, it's, it's bad as the bad as, so it's B, it's F-A-T-A-Z-Z, -Z, the number two, B-A-D-A-Z-Z. -Z. There you go. That's bad my hashtag for my. To badass. I love it. Yes. That's, that, that hey, there's more than our fair share of the fat asses out there, so <laughs> maybe we no. want to have a few more badasses out there and see if we. Can be responsible for that transformation and then you're you're uh findable on facebook so yep, i have a facebook too also it's a fat to fit fat or you can just find my name jerry smith it's open to the, it's a public page fat to fit jerry smith all right there you have it ladies and gentlemen support jerry's efforts that's a lot of miles he's gonna ride and we're gonna raise some money for cancer and we are going yes. to make a dent in the universe when it comes to trying to rid ourselves of this uh terrible affliction that we're dealing with. Jerry, you're such an inspiration. I'm sure Thank many people it. are gonna be excited to hear about what it is that you're doing and even better still, given the way you're writing, you're writing in the same location frequently. So if people want to actually come out and participate and be a part of what you're doing, there's a way for them to do that as well. Why don't you talk about yes. that? Yeah, so I'll be, I'm in Lansing, Michigan. And so a lot of my writing will be at Hawk Island Park, the trails there. So yeah, people could will be welcome to come ride with me, ride a couple of miles, a couple of laps, a couple hours, you know, whatever they have in them. Um, for me, I'm not a fast rider, so it took me eight hours of seat time to ride my 105 miles last time. Um, it was breaks and stuff so long, long as that. So I know most people don't want to take that much time out of their day, but even to come by and once I start uh, to wave, say hi, and after tonight's meeting, I'll definitely have more details um, on the when, where, and how, and <laughs> how long. All right, there you have it. So thanks so much for coming on, Jerry. We really appreciate it. And we're going to be cheering you on from the sidelines for sure. Big Roger, I appreciate your time.